Hi everyone, it's Christiana and welcome to another episode of No Palava. Today I have my babe Lade with me. Hi Lade. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so excited to have you today. We have so much amazing stuff to talk about. So, Lade runs a blog and it's called My Life in Events. And sometime last year, I came across a blog post that she made about the African traditional marriage. And I just knew that that was something I definitely wanted to speak to her about. So, Lade, what gave you that inspiration before you wrote that particular blog post? Um, so, I wrote that post i think we'd we had been married my husband and i like a few months mm-hmm. um, and basically it was just pretty much based on our experience mm-hmm. with the whole marriage thing mm-hmm. and for me after our experience which obviously i'll get into in a bit but after our experience i was just thinking oh my god like this system does not work it's broken Mm. like of course it works for some but it does not work for everyone which is the problem because they try to fit it in to work for every single person Mm. and for us it just didn't work the system is flawed so for me i was just like yeah i mean this doesn't make sense and people need to start thinking about that because i feel like a lot of people regardless of their circumstances and Mm -hmm. even every position they're in they still try to you know fit their marriage or wedding or whatever into this like traditional system that we've got which Mm -hmm. is flawed so yeah that was the inspiration i guess behind the blog post and i'll say you know what makes this topic a little extra special for me is the fact that i was one of the two guests Oh my goodness, oh my I was one of the two guests at the wedding, so it was pretty like, it was different from what I, you know, I've experienced and, before, yeah. and you know. And me too, I'm not making it, I can't watch it before. <laughs> me too, it was definitely different for me too, so um, yeah. So before you decided to elope, what was your idea of the kind of wedding you wanted to have? So before we decided to elope, after we got engaged, we was actually, we st- like every other couple, we started looking at venues, we started thinking, oh, let's have a nice big wedding. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't really want a big wedding for my husband. He, he wanted, like, to invite everyone that he's Oh, I thought you were the one who won, because I, I was reading oh, somewhere, no. and I thought you were the one who wanted a big wedding. No, I've never really wanted a big wedding, because huh. first of all, I don't have any family here, so mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to come anyway? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Secondly, I don't really know that much people. So for me, it's, even if I wanted it, it's not going to happen. There's no one to make it that big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but him, he he obviously grew up here. He made a lot of friends along the way. So he wanted all those people there. But like I said, we was, uh, we was trying to make it work. Even though at the back of our mind, we're like, we know our situation. We know, mm-hmm. we know what we're dealing with, but... We were still trying to, you know, fit it in and just plan and just pretend, I guess, pretend like nothing was going on and everything was going to work itself out. So, um, so before that, we literally, the idea to just elope never really came to mm-hmm. mind, like initially. It wasn't until I think once we started going through and then we decided, okay, we're not going to get married now. We decided. And then after, I think it was just one that was just like, oh, because we already planned the trip to go to Portugal. So I was just like, imagine we just, you know, got married out there. And literally in that instant, we both looked at each other like, yeah, why not? (laughs) Why not? I mean, by this point, we didn't even care about what anyone else was going to think or family or all that mm-hmm. drama. We were so over it by that point. So, 
that was pretty much how we came to, I guess, decide to just elope and just get married. So when you say a tra- um, African traditional marriage, what exactly do you mean by that? I think for me, because I don't know, especially in our culture, Nigerian mm-hmm. culture, I can't really speak for any other culture. So, but I know in African culture, it's almost all similar anyway. Mm-hmm. But in Nigerian mm-hmm. culture, for you to get married, the whole process is basically... I don't even feel, for me personally, I don't feel like it's about the couples. I feel like it's about everyone else but the mm-hmm. couples. About the, the girl's dad, the girl's mom, the the boy's dad, the boy's mom. It's literally about the family mm-hmm. rather than the actual couple, which for me is a bit crazy because um, we're the one getting married, so mm-hmm. why are you not focused on us? And secondly, it's like, if you are now in a situation where you don't have that normal family set up of, for mm-hmm. example, you don't have a dad or you your family split up it now becomes very tricky and in my in our situation that was the case so um i i don't speak to my dad that was already a big issue because now i want to get married you guys now expect me to all of a sudden have this man around but so who who was requiring that did somebody say you have to or it was just something that you felt was just normal so my husband's dad wanted oh, to meet mm-hmm. her dad. So mm-hmm. it becomes a situation of we want to meet him, we want to come and pay the bride price and mm-hmm. this and that. And then for me, I'm like, um, okay, yeah, I actually don't speak to this man. Mm-hmm. But then because I, we was trying to force it to make it work, and I went out to you know reach out to him mm-hmm. to try and do this. And at the end, it, it was just all a joke because there, there was no relationship there before that. So now we're now trying to force this relationship. And then when they did eventually end up meeting him, it was just it was it was just a joke. <laughs> like it was so embarrassing. Like he really went out of his way to try and obviously embarrass me and he was hurt, of course. So he's like trying to make me look like the worst daughter in the entire world and things like that. So from that day, like literally that one day that they met, we knew, yeah, this is not going to work. Like it's just not going to work because he was not. I feel like he felt that that one time I needed him mm-hmm. and I couldn't achieve this thing without mm-hmm. him. And I feel like he truly believed that. And in the normal situation, that probably would have been the case because mm-hmm. normal people would probably cave in and just start begging or start saying, "Oh, please, you know, you know, African culture." They'll say, "Oh, I'm yeah. begging." Mm-hmm. Like in a normal situation, that might happen. But me, I'm just like, mate. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. If you're not gonna do it, that's your problem. I'll figure so it out. So if if family didn't require, okay, for example, I mean, of course they'll say, oh, let's go meet your your parents, right? Yeah. So if you had told them, okay, we don't have a good relationship or he's not available, yeah. do you think that would have changed any dynamic and say, okay? Oh my God, I did. They were aware of that. They so still, did, that's what they I'm still, saying. Oh, so they still still pushed for it. They still pushed for it, and that's the that's the and that's why I feel like the issue starts is like. Why don't you ever take the child's word for it? Why do mm-hmm. you feel like you have to go over someone's head? Like, if I'm explaining to you that, look, this relationship is just finished, that there's mm-hmm. nothing, you're still insisting to meet this person. And for me, the, another thing that didn't make sense is if I'm saying, okay, this relationship flowed, no questions were being asked about, oh, what actually happened? Yeah. Okay, is there something that we can do to fix that? It's like their main goal is just to pay the bride price. As far as they're concerned, that needs to be paid to the father of the um, So that's their only goal in this situation. They don't think to, oh, okay, has he actually been in her life? Has he been involved? Mm-hmm. He happened, like, 
when did they stop talking? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? All these details. So, and for me, that was really, really confusing because how can you ignore basically the history or just mm-hmm. ignore everything that's apparently gone on and just try to skip that and still feel like this man deserves to be paid money to marry his daughter mm. which in my situation he hadn't really been in my life like that do you know what i mean yeah and I, from what my understanding the whole reason for that bride price is i guess in african culture especially if you're still living in africa you know parents spend a lot of money to bring up a, ch- a child especially mm. a woman you know they send them to school or whatever they do so i guess the whole idea of that bride price is you're paying back the parents for them raising a good daughter for your mm-hmm. son so in my situation where this man has not done all these things mm-hmm. why do you now still feel he deserves to be paid yeah. like you know what i'm trying to say yeah. so, so do you think this is an isolated situation it's just do you think that would have been different if it was somebody different or it was just because of okay so that he's a traditional person because i mean i feel like based on the generation or based on yeah. the person right that whole thing would have probably turned out differently so i feel like i, don't, I really don't know okay that like that but do you think because yeah. him being a traditional person and you know him being at the age or the generation that he's from right he yeah. felt like okay i have to meet her father and because you know there's this, this thing about you know wanting to know the family that the, yeah. you know, the, your son or your daughter is getting married from right so it's yeah. kind of like you know something happened oh yeah you, you just go ahead and get married but i won't actually meet this person because now i feel like now that he's experienced what happened because he was there on the day right and yes. he saw everything that happened that definitely yeah. would have changed his mindset okay maybe this person was you would think that right <laughs> you would think that <laughs> right so to answer your first question of course, I feel like maybe if it was someone different, it might have worked out different. But I don't think it would have worked out so differently in the aspect mm-hmm. that people give up. Because I feel like it's just in that, I don't know, I just feel like Africans are so driven in one direction. Especially when it comes to marriage, it's like they only see it in one way. Because someone has made this rule that mm-hmm. this is the protest to get married. And literally, I feel like they don't ever try to, you know bend that rule or they don't ever try to even challenge it or be like okay well this is a different situation that doesn't fit this box so how can we approach it mm-hmm. so for that reason i feel like maybe they might have been more understanding a little bit but i don't think they would have completely been like oh we're not gonna pay that's it i feel like they will still have tried to push it and find a way forward and the second question so he was present on that day so you would think oh okay they'll make that decision like okay yeah well maybe we'll just leave this one no they were still pushing for it oh wow right up until i'm sure i can probably guarantee it till today they're probably still pushing so wait they never so he never paid it or no oh. no <laughs> listen no. we decided so after that meeting me and Oka decided, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do this because obviously he's trying to, I guess, throw his way around because mm-hmm. he feels like this is a situation where he's in control because he's needed. We need him. So we was like, we're not going to, because we can't, we don't live our lives like that. We don't live our lives in someone else's, I guess, thinking they can control of the situation when we can easily just remove ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. From that moment, we was like, we're not, we're not doing this. If they want to pay the bride price, they can carry on, you know, they can try and contact him, which is basically what we told them. Mm-hmm. And I believe, like, they tried to contact him many times. Um, his dad will call my dad, he'll probably, will, like, ignore his phone call. <laughs> like, he was really, 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 like, he was really, obviously, doing the most. 
so wait so, he never get because usually for bride prices the bride's family give them like a list or how much the, so that never happened so how so how are they supposed to know how much the bride price was so that, that's what they were trying to get, get to even communicating he wasn't even allowing it to happen literally and he, I, he, like I said, he was doing that because he feels like by doing that, of course, I'm never going to be able to get married. Do you, mm-hmm. do you understand what I mean? Because he's thinking this is the way, the only route to, you mm-hmm. know, be married, which I was like, uh, no, mate, it's not. Like, <laughs> I can just, you know, go do what I want to do. So they kept pushing. I'm sure probably till this day, probably bothers him because he's thinking, I, like, and it just doesn't make sense because... It's, it's just a broken system. Mm-hmm. So why do you keep trying to force it? So when we decided we was going to elope, we told them and they didn't really say much, but mm-hmm. they weren't ecstatic about it. They weren't thinking, oh, this is amazing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> every now and then, this situation will still come about. Mm-hmm. Right, right, you know, yeah. you, have to, you know, you have to call the father. Yeah. And we were just like, mm, yeah, this we just don't reply because what can you say? We're not going to do it. It's not happening. So it just didn't make sense. So we just decided to get married and that was pretty much it. What, what else can you do? It's just, it's just, just broken. And I just feel like people don't challenge it enough because even I've had friends that probably not as extreme as my situation mm-hmm. is. Maybe they have, for example, the, the parents are split up. Like yeah. the dad, the mom and the dad are split up. And even in situations like that, it still becomes quite difficult because I guess the father maybe feels like because they know this is the one situation that they are needed, they are they are pretty much important. Mm-hmm. They really do try and you know throw their weight about or just try and take advantage of that situation. And it's really sad because why should we have to go through this just to get married? It doesn't yeah. make sense. Like the marriage is about the man and the woman. Why is it now become this big? Now, of course, it's nice when you know the family is involved, but why should it not be that the family has to be the one that's making all the decisions? It doesn't it doesn't make sense? It really so would you okay? You know, so your decision to go ahead and elope was because of that situation that happened, correct? So do yeah. you, would you have still? like okay wanted a big wedding right so do you think you could have still had that wedding done and just not i guess not invite him or what how um, that played if it was down to myself and him maybe but the, one of the one of the another reason why we just decided it wasn't even worth getting married doing a big wedding was because we started planning and then the cost was just accumulating i was mm-hmm. just like well this, this is just crazy but i was still trying to force it because i really Obviously, growing up, you, you've always thought about your wedding day and stuff, you know? But I really kept pushing it, but he was like, nah, like, this is just too expensive. It doesn't make sense. Because you remember, I'm, all my family live in Nigeria, so if we wanted to invite them, you know people in Nigeria, oh, you're the one that will pay for the plane ticket. <laughs> basically, so it's like, by the time you start adding the prices and everything, mm-hmm. um, is it really that, is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. No. And then the fact that the family is not even, you know, gelling well together. Mm-hmm. On fact, then you now have people coming with their face all screwed up, but they're still there. It's, nah. 
it wasn't even worth it so we just decided no it's, it's not gonna happen it's, it's just not worth it and we initially actually just wanted to go to the pool and get married here mm-hmm. but because we had that trip coming up i thought you know what i still want to have a nice day I that's want that's to- i want to even ask you about that do you think you still want to or, or does it matter to you at this point do you think you still want to have that like an actual I, mean, I don't think i want to have the thing is a wedding is just a party though when you think about it because for me personally the thing about it is for me right i mean we've always dreamed about that day like how it's gonna be or what you want to do i mean i don't know if you do follow like bella Ninja or whatever right so you do I'm just not that kind of, that type of girl to be honest. I'm like I'm not that that fairy tale type mm-hmm. of like don't get me wrong, that I still wanted the day to be nice, which is why I thought, okay, let's let me at least do something for myself. So that's mm-hmm. why I thought it was nice to have like a nice I guess setting for the wedding, mm-hmm. even though it's gonna be two two people there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with us. But you know, do you know what I mean? So I still felt like we deserve that because at the end of the day, we're not gonna let someone take that away from us. Mm-hmm. But in terms of having like a big wedding mm-hmm. where i am now probably not maybe maybe in like i, I don't know 10 15 years time we say mm-hmm. we're doing anniversary we can then throw like a big party you know mm-hmm. people that felt like they missed out to come and stuff but i don't i just don't feel like it's necessary for me now because when you really think about it is that one day you're spending so, so much money so much money to go into that one day mm-hmm. and then after that it, that's it <laughs> that's yeah. that's really just it like you just life just continues and it carries on and that's pretty much it and then eventually you start thinking about all the things you could probably have done with that money yeah. so for, for us i don't know i don't think we'll probably maybe i, I, I don't want to say never but <laughs> If so what? we do end up doing something, <laughs> it will probably be when we are a much more comfortable position yeah. in life and mm-hmm. we won't feel like we're going to be counting the pennies of what we spent on it. Yeah. So, yeah. So why did you decide, since you were, you know, thinking of a local, because I remember you said, you know, like trying to invite your friends, I mean, the friends who are probably already in the UK, right? Yeah. So why did you decide, it's just the two of you, why didn't you like invite anybody or at least have... <laughs> First of all, because it was it was a bit last minute. Oh, okay. I think it was like a few months, literally, before we traveled, I started planning it. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I started thinking, okay, like, we can't invite everyone because the, the wedding, the elope package is literally, I think maximum you could have was like 10, 15 people or something. Oh, really? I can't mm-hmm. So I'm thinking... When you now start inviting people, it's like you, ha- you now have to decide who's more important. To, do you know what I mean? And then people mm-hmm. get feelings and then it's just, it just gets too messy. So I was just like, I'd rather just say, no, no one's coming. So that way no one feels like they're less important or mm-hmm. more important. And then literally just, we could just get on with it that way. Cause then I don't have to even feel like, and I have to be entertaining someone or, you know, making them feel. But I just wanted it to really just be about us because everything else had been taken away from us Mm -hmm. we couldn't you know do like a big wedding or do anything of somewhat of a ceremony in in the uk because then how are we gonna invite the family because i know he's died like he would never he would he wouldn't he wouldn't he probably wouldn't come (laughs) i really feel like he probably wouldn't come oh no they've not paid bad prices really 
Like, even if it did, I just feel like it would have been such an awkward day. And mm-hmm. it, wouldn't, it just wouldn't be what you really wanted for yourself. Do you know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, it, just, it, it wasn't worth the stress. Oh, boy. Just just be by yourself. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I had such a nice day. Like, I thought it was the most... Ch- I didn't feel any pressure of... I'm getting married. I literally just took my time, did my makeup. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was just going down to, I don't know, some dinner or something, mm-hmm. to the party or something. And I just happened, so happened to get married on the way there or something like that. But honestly, I had such a chill day. And I feel like that's what it's really all about, though. As long as you're happy in, you know, the decision mm-hmm. you're making for yourselves, that's really, that's all that matters. Because at the end of the day, everyone else is just noised. That's, that's, that's all it is. I mean, I think that that's amazing because it worked for your own situation. Because my brother, uh, my younger brother, he recently got married. I think that was September or August last year. And they were planning on how to, like, where to get the wedding done or, you know, the whole logistics in regards to the wedding. And, you know, sometimes he would ask me, oh, what should I do about this, blah, blah. And then I tried to collaborate with the lady to see how I could help, you know, mm-hmm. bridesmaid dresses and all that kind of cool stuff. So I was excited because, I mean, that was the first because I have only two siblings, right? and that was like the first one getting married so I'm like okay you know it's it's an exciting process so last minute they decided to elope and just them so I was like at the end of the day right it's it's about them right but thinking about them like I wish I've had that opportunity to share that experience with my brother you understand because I feel like when would I ever happen again like I have only two right Hopefully, the second one decides to actually do. I'm, I'm, and I'm not, it's not about a big wedding. It can be like just yeah. family, just a handful yeah. of friends. And that's it. It doesn't have to be something extravagant, do you understand? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, in a situation where you have those siblings or people who you've grown up with, right? You've had that attachment or that tie with them. Just sharing that experience with them is just, it's just different. No, I think, I think you're right. Because in our situation, we didn't really have that. Mm-hmm. Like, my siblings are all in Andrew. So really, the relationship is not probably not as sentimental as yours and your brother and then second like with um his siblings are literally scattered all over the world so even if we did have a big wedding or a normal wedding i don't even think everyone, everyone would yeah anyway so we didn't really have that pressure of oh my sister would be upset or mm-hmm. so i feel like maybe that probably made it a little bit easier to just be yeah it fit let's just do what we want it probably did but I feel like regardless, we probably would still have made the same decision. I just couldn't see any other way out of it. Even if maybe we didn't elope in Portugal or whatever, we probably would have just thought it would have been something that we just maybe go down to the courthouse and just get married. Because there was really no other way out of it. Because if we're thinking, okay, we want to do a, mar- a wedding, we're going to have to do this traditional and the thing is, I didn't even want an actual traditional wedding, you know. I didn't want... Like, when you say uh, traditional wedding, like the Nigerian, like... Yeah, the nah, I didn't want... You know how they do, like, the traditional and then they do the white? white. Mm-hmm. I actually did not want the traditional Why? Just because it's extra money. <laughs> like, it's, it's but, extra. You know what happens? People actually do both in On one the same day. day. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I have seen that, but that, was, that didn't even cross my mind. So for me, I just eliminated it. And mm-hmm. secondly, because the, the old traditional thing is where, you know, there's families sitting there. There's, I'm like, what family is going to be sitting there? The only family I have in this country. People who have had, you know, like, not even their own parents. They had, like, you know, I don't know if you had, like, maybe you didn't have, like, an no, uncle. I had no uncle. 
know, listen, I'm telling you, I'm here by myself. So who is going to come and be sitting down to come and say, oh, come on, you know, give the wife to us or come and go yeah. For me, it just wasn't a picture that I was seeing clearly. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't have been, uh, that would not have been part of her experience anyway. And then now you're thinking, okay, just the white wedding is like, how's that now going to work out? Because, you know, family, everyone's going to be in their feelings of, oh, we've not done this, we've not done that. So people now start saying, oh, they're not coming or that. It's just, it's just, then they don't come. I know, but it's like, who's now going to be there? What is it for then? That's why we might as well just do it by ourselves. Because mm-hmm. what is it for then? Because really, when you think about it, that's what I was saying to you, it's really just a big party. Because when you take away the, the family and the friends, who's left? Just you, the two of you, you know? And that's really all, to, all it is. They're just coming to celebrate you, to, you know, enjoy the food, to enjoy the music, to, you know, dance and everyone clap, clap and go home. After that, most of them probably won't even care to, you know, reach out or see how the marriage is going and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You mentioned something earlier as well, actually, saying how the families usually feel like they have to, you know, meet the family and get to know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another thing. I, just, I don't even feel like they get, to, maybe some families probably, you know, depending on the kind of, I feel like maybe it's a generational thing as well, probably depending on the generation that the parents have grown up in. Mm-hmm. I feel like, for example, with my in-laws' generation, I don't think they're the sort of people that build relationships, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So the, the fact the, the fact that they wanted to meet my dad and you, all that, it wasn't really to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just to say, oh, we've met the family. For yeah. me, that's how I see it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And for me, like, is that really important? What what difference does it make if you're not even going to speak to these people again? Or maybe yeah. you speak to them once or twice a year just to greet, mm-hmm. just to, you know. So, so for me, it's just like all these meaningless system and meaningless culture or whatever the one or hide it behind. It's just, it's just pointless. Because it's, it's, for me, it's just fake, to be honest. It's fake. Because it's like, okay, what? Well, so you just want to meet him just to say, oh yeah, we, we know the family. How do you know someone by because just Because I, I think based on my experience on like, you know, families meeting each other or trying to, because I've had situations where someone is trying to get married and they know the, the father and the mother, right? They just know them like, oh yeah, you know, the mother's a nurse, the, the, dad, the dad is, you know, uh, an engineer, whatever he does, right? And that's all they know. So I don't know if it's, you know, that that's consistent with a whole bunch of Nigerian families, but this particular family, the lady went ahead to go and try to investigate, like, let me know a bit more about the background. Because sometimes when it comes to marriages, although it's about the the man and the woman right but sometimes families always i mean there's no way you can avoid it like the family usually is always involved in some way or the other so they wanted to basically know like okay are they from a good family right did they come from a family who beats their wives you know or or the family they are known to steal or they are known to do this or they're evil or you know so many (laughs) so many so it happens that many people before they actually I wouldn't say exactly agree before they actually yeah. going through the process of okay getting married right the mm-hmm. families go ahead and make investigations and say just to make sure that your son or your daughter is getting married to or uh, I would say a responsible family yeah. or you know well-to-do family because yeah. sometimes I mean nowadays I mean I've heard about situations where that would have definitely helped if that had been done you understand because then mm-hmm. you get to a marriage and it's like oh my goodness had I known, I would have made a different, you know, decision exactly. or have done things differently. Yeah. 
No, but I do I do think if that's actually been done, that would be amazing. But I don't know if that's been done in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe you get the odd, you know, family that are clued together and they really their head are screwed on and they really care deeply about mm-hmm. where their child is going into. But I don't know, maybe I'm just negative. <laughs>
I re- I'm pretty sure I remember even one time she mentioned, oh, you know, he's a door, you know? And I'm like, uh, what does that mean? But listen, you know, don't come with, like, with me, she knows not to even try any of that anyway, but it's like, it's just so crazy. She did not take one time, she didn't even, she never spoke to any of them, all. but she already made the assumption in her yeah. mind that the Yoruba one was better, better which yeah. was absolutely, you couldn't have been further from, from wrong, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So incorrect. But like, in, I feel like in a lot of situations, that's how people make their assumptions and their decisions as well. Because they'll meet the family and they're oh, Yoruba family, us to a Yoruba. Mm-hmm. They don't have bother to do any sort of investigation yeah. because they just assume, oh, he's Yoruba, I'm Yoruba, we understand each other, mm-hmm. we're all... No, she might be crazy and you might be sane. <laughs> like, you still need to do your due diligence. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just feel like in a lot of cases, that doesn't happen. And in a lot of cases, it just doesn't happen and then what happens then like what do you do but this is all part of the culture because everything's swept under the title culture and even if I think for me it's 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 like a two-sided coin and you just you know have to basically pick and choose and just go with what works best for you because um we understand that they don't understand that mm-hmm. the older generations don't understand that you have to make it work for yourself they literally try to fit every individual into that one box so what in a situation where it's like uh it's been known that something a particular thing happens let's say Edo people right Edo men are known for this right and it's like not just one person like you know some things that happen like oh yeah you know I don't know about in the UK right you have like okay you have like different different subsections that you kind of like categorize oh so 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 and so boys are like this or this okay yeah I get it okay like in the UK they'll say South London guys are you know a bit rowdy or something yeah but even all that is just stereotypes though Mm -hmm. it's it's just stereotypes like am I not going to because someone said all South London boys are, you know, a bit ratchet. I'm never mm-hmm. now, never, and I'll meet one night and I just, I still label him mm-hmm. as ratchet. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, it's all stereotypes that we've made up, that we have made up ourselves. And literally, these people are still living by these stereotypes because they're like, oh no, you're a bad boy. No. Evil. Ah, no. <laughs> it's, so, it's so confusing because it's like, okay, now I can't back at him because he's not Yoruba okay got it and then now he's Yoruba and then you now have situation now he's Yoruba oh now I can't marry him because his father is not a doctor okay got it like do you know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. it's like so many if you wait if you like literally go with every single thing they say you never get married though <laughs> you never get married you won't even have boyfriend because every single person will have a fault mm-hmm. and it's just like okay so what happens now I, I don't know for me, I just feel like what they need to start doing is just start treating every individual as an individual. Stop trying to fit everyone in this box of culture or in this box of, or oh, this is the way we do it and this is the way it has to be mm-hmm. because it doesn't work like that for everyone. And I feel like if people start doing that more, we might actually start, you know, helping each other out a bit better. Because if, for example, in our situation, his family had been understanding of the fact that, you yeah. know what, this is a different situation. We have to approach it differently. And if that means we have to, you know, maybe just forget the culture part about it, of it and just really see that these two people are really happy together and they just want to, you know, do what's right for them. Mm-hmm. We probably could have had a nice wedding, which my dad probably wouldn't have come to. And yeah. everyone, do you get what I'm trying to say? But because they can't get past that tradition or that culture mm-hmm. or whatever, I don't even know what they call it anymore. 
they refused. Like they literally refused. I remember his dad would call my dad all the time, and mm-hmm. this man was so rude. Like he would not answer, or when he does answer, he'd be like, oh, "Who's this?" Like just. I remember <laughs> this story. Honestly, just pretending. Do you know what I mean? Or he would say, "Oh, he's going to be in Nigeria this time. He will call him when he gets there." He will get to Nigeria, he won't call, you know, things like that. And he's really riding on, oh no, I want to bear Brian's price, I want to miss you, I want mm-hmm. to do. And he's just never up. How many years has it been now? What, going on three years? Still nothing. So imagine we were sitting there waiting for mm-hmm. this Brian's price to be paid. Three years later, we still won't be married. Though. Can you imagine that? Wow. Three years later, I will still be sitting there thinking, carrying that matter on my head. <laughs> thinking yes marriage marriage is coming it's coming it's coming it wouldn't have happened so what, what, what do we now do in that situation because initially i was thinking that it was because of the you know the dynamics in regards to your relationship with your dad that's the reason why you decided not to you know do the traditional like wedding yeah. but then listening to you now it's kind of like it's more than that it's not just even his part it's the fact of oh. his family too were exactly. so strong on oh trying to make sure that the bride price was paid exactly yeah. Exactly. So I'm pretty sure if you ask them, they probably don't consider us married. <laughs> they probably just think we're just together. Because mm-hmm. until that bright price is paid, I guess in their eyes, you're not really married or what. I don't even know at this point. So I mean, I think I don't even know. I can't remember per se, but I don't know based on the Bible, like what the Bible's definition of marriage is. Because I know, based on the Bible, at Bible they didn't have anything like legal or going to the court or anything like yeah. that. So my understanding of what the Bible, you know, Bible's definition of marriage was the family coming together and saying, "Okay, I'm not exactly sure. I think that's well, what, what it is. That. <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> it was. <laughs> think about it, right? So. I mean, easily, someone can be like, okay, we are together, right? So what's the purpose of actually getting married? You can actually say, you know what? I love you. No, I but, no we can. We can. Like, that's the thing. We can. It's, re- it's really the pressure from the society. It's really mm-hmm. the pressure. Because thinking it's, it's too, yes, that's the pressure. Because really and truly, we was, like, it's not even like we was trying to do, like, oh, we're one Christian, Christian couple. No, mm-hmm. we were living together for, like, many years before we um got married so we was we and that's that's what i'm even gonna say like even the getting married part we came home and it was still like everything was continuing like Like, no magic appeared from there that was like oh wow this is amazing no because thinking about it like you know you were thinking about like nigerian culture but thinking about like even western culture yeah excluding the fact that you need to have this paperwork to do certain things right i understand maybe like you need like a marriage license to apply for something or yeah Maybe to get a home together. I don't know how that dynamic yeah. works. Why do you actually need to get married? You yeah, love each other. Come I together. Think, I think a lot of it is religion influence. If, if I'm if I'm if I'm mm-hmm. being honest, because like you said, besides that influence of religion, what else? Why else do we do it? Yeah. Why else do we do it? Because like as crazy as it is, I feel like maybe I'm not in that mindset anymore now. Mm-hmm. But then, if I think back to it, even. I probably didn't ever say it out loud, but I used to think, no, I'm definitely not having a child with this guy until we're married. But how crazy is that? <laughs> we're living together. As we're living I'm, I'm, the same, I'm exactly the same way. No, I have I have said that thing over and over and over again. I choose not to have a child outside of wedlock. Like, when you really think about it, what, what difference? What Does difference it, does mm-hmm. it make? I think what it's more it? of a, 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 you know, a Christianity or religion exactly. thing. Yes. that influence of religion is, is really the influence of religion. Because if that thought of religion was not there, 
why really would I be sitting there thinking I'm not going to have um, a baby with this man that I'm living with and we're having sex constantly? Do you know what I mean? It's not like we're doing like, um, what, what do they call it? Um, what do Christians Abst- call it? Abstinence, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't that. So it's, it's really crazy how our mind works, right? That we think, oh yeah, this one is okay, but no, this one is definitely not okay. But really and truly, it doesn't make any sense. So it really is that important of religion. If you take that away, and that's another thing, like religion, I feel like, especially in African culture as well, even though they say it's culture, I feel like a lot of it is just religion or mm-hmm. everything is just like modeled together. Exactly. They can't, they can't even distinguish between the two anymore. It's like, is it cultural or is it religion? They can't tell. They don't know. Back in the day, the only reason why they used to do marriage, it was really a business, it was a business, um, business situation. Because it's like, if I give you my daughter, then, you know, you can give me this. And then mm-hmm. they basically sell oh, their that, that actually still happens where, you know, like rich families. Exactly. People, you know, say, oh yeah, you're, I'm a senator or this guy's a governor, right? Exactly. I want to get to so and so family games because then I will have that connection. You I'm able to get contract. I'm exactly. putting you in a position. Yes. People still have, you know, that still happens now. That exactly. Happens. So that's something. So when you think about it, when you take the influence of religion away from me, it's really just a business move. So why is it now that we've now put this marriage situation on our head? Like a lot of us are now carrying this like problem and wahala on our head all the time. It's it's just crazy. It's so sad. And like even me, I used to be that and I used to be like, oh my god, like we've been together so long. Mm-hmm. Imagine so because you're literally building a life with someone, but then in your mind you're still thinking nothing is happening because you're not married. Yep. That is so wild. <laughs> but literally you're building something and you just refuse to see it because you're thinking that the title of marriage or mr and mrs is not there so really everything you're building is not that important because any day you could just walk away like because i think i, I think uh, for me what i've gotten to understand is marriage makes it more real in the sense of that commitment you know because then at that point right once there's that marriage or that's that paper right walking away is a little harder i think because once you're not married i don't think so so you're telling me yeah you're telling me if you're not married and he's slapping you you're going to walk away but if you're married and he slaps you you're not going to walk away that one is different that one is different because i've i had a discussion with with a friend of mine um sometime last year in regards to like um infidelity in marriage exactly and and, and she said it's different because she's married and she said it's different in a situation where if you're not married or you're still dating right it's easier to walk away but if you're married at that point it's harder to because you've built a life with this person you've probably bought a home together you have children together but that's what i was just saying so you're telling me when you're not married you re- you're not thinking you've built a life with this person how are you not thinking that how are you not thinking what you're doing is not building a life because i think in, in in your situation it's a little different because maybe you guys started investing or doing certain things together prior maybe, to marriage maybe, and some maybe. people they don't do that until they're actually married and they start you know you know get a house and you know in both your names because yeah. i mean before marriage did you probably do that you know so who actually get you know get a house maybe yeah. right before getting married or right after getting married so at that point they start investing together and putting finances together mm-hmm. you know prior to that they probably don't you know everyone has separate stuff you know you yeah. do your own thing your own way and i do my own thing my own way so at that point of getting legally married everything is not like okay you're together so i understand that, but I, as it came together listening 
I told her that. I was like, me, that's something I definitely would not condone. It's really not that hard to just separate everything in two. It's not that difficult, you know. The only thing that's different is because I'm telling you, it's the shame. It's Mm -hmm. the shame. That's what stops people. It's the shame of, oh, they're going to say my marriage failed. Like, how? Mm -hmm. So you're telling me you now stay there. Are you kidding me? No, impossible. <laughs> the only thing I'm telling you now, if if we remove that shame of people shaming people mm-hmm. of marriage and stuff, what everyone would just be breaking up and everyone would just be doing what's what they want to do, which as it should be, because if mm-hmm. it's not working for you, why should you stay there? Mm-hmm. Just because you feel like you have to. It's so sad. And that's how a lot of people now stay in marriages ten years later. Yeah. They're so unhappy. And many African marriages are like that. A lot. A lot of our African parents are not actually happy in their marriages. And they just. She's still there. Is she still married to him? Legally, I guess, in their legal. Legal. Mm -hmm. They're still married. But does it it visit? If I can tell you what happens in that relationship, I wish I understood it. I wish I actually have an idea. But girl, I have no idea. But yet, if you speak to her, they will still be talking about marriage. And those are the people that will come and give you advice about the marriage you should come and build. And I'm like, yo, sis, you've been unhappy for as long as I've been conscious. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as I've been able to withhold information, you've literally complained all the time how how are you still here what are you doing it just doesn't make sense to me and it's because in their mind they really believe like oh you know no i'm going to be they will now say i don't have husband i have children like who cares like who i don't have husband i have children (laughs) my children are my husband I think what happened, you know, in a bunch of um, African marriages, I think the fact that a lot of women at some point were not financially independent, that, that played a huge role because in a situation you know, that if a woman is well-to-do, it was, it's, it's really easier for her to just pack her things and go. Yeah. You no, I think, no, I, I do, I do agree with that. I think you are right. But then at the end of the day, I feel like you just have to find strength somewhere to find money somewhere and be going. Because is it really worth like years and years and years of just being depressed? Like, mm-hmm. is it really worth it? I think at some point, they just kind of like, just it, it just become part of their mm-hmm. life. They're just yeah, used to it. They're normal. numb. It's their numb. They're just numb to it. It's just normal to them. They don't really feel any, anything in regards to that anymore. That, that's just so sad like is that is that really living life though are you really living like how sad is that imagine like i can't even imagine being in that situation i think i'll just cry every day like how that like, no how sad is that like you just oh, I, I don't know but for me i just feel like the the, the whole marriage thing is just it's it's really just a lot of pressure from outside mm-hmm. but even, even now like so my ring was like too tight for me i think you see, summer, like when it gets really warm and stuff, mm-hmm. like my fingers fall and stuff. So even like sometimes I'll go out, I don't wear my ring, right? Like a lot of the time now, because even when I was pregnant, because it got my fingers got a bit big. So mm-hmm. the, from then I just got used to not wearing it. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, before getting married, I'm, I hate jewelry. Like I'm not someone that wears jewelry. Mm-hmm. I'm just, rings, I don't even own any ring before. Oh, wow. Engaged. So when I even started wearing the ring, it's like the most awkward, uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm literally doing this all the time, right? Yeah. 
but recently I've just like just left it. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not wearing this. Like maybe if we're going out somewhere, I might put it on and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's so crazy, right? I will now go out with them. If I'm not driving, I'm pushing the buggy down the street. I have no ring on. And sometimes, I kid you not, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they just, like, this person passing just some baby mama. <laughs> How crazy is that? Like, oh, maybe I should have, maybe I should have worn my ring today so they understand, like, it's not like I had a baby outside mm-hmm. my ring. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then in the same mind, I'm like, oh my God, you sound so dumb. Like, what are you thinking? Like, what are you even thinking? Like, mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. But do you, like, that's what I'm saying, the pressure from society is so mad that literally, even something as small as not wearing the ring, I feel like I have to literally show the world that, no, I'm mad. I did it yeah. the right way. Yeah. I did it mm-hmm. the right way. Don't look at me like I didn't do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have to show and prove that. That is just so sad. I think no matter how woke we all are, we are still influenced by the society in one way or the other. There's no way. Cause it's just we're just human beings, and I mean we can't exist by ourselves. So no matter how like oh yeah I know how to do this, I know how to do that. There's always something that we sometimes we're unconscious about or even conscious about that we do due to the influence of the society. And I just think it's so crazy. So imagine the whole a whole marriage, the amount of influence that has on people's life and people's decisions. I'm just like, no, this is crazy. This is actually crazy. Imagine I, have to, I feel like I have to show. You have I to did show. it the right way, girl. <laughs> I got married, then had a baby. Look, look at my ring. <laughs> you can't judge me. Like it's so sad. So literally now I even sometimes make the decision not to worry because I'm like, no, I can't be walking around thinking mm-hmm. like that. That's crazy. Let people. I don't care what people are thinking. I'm yeah. less. Like, why am I even letting that even be something that is even coming to my mind? Mm-hmm. It's just. It's so. It's so crazy. It's. It's so sad. It's so sad that that's how we literally have been so programmed to think that you have like. It's like a marriage. Is like a. Is 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 an achievement. Mm. And it, 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 I know it's easy for me to sit here and be like, yeah, but it's not because I'm married. Right. But I feel like it really is. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it really isn't. And I feel like maybe if I given myself a few more years, could have realized that. And I might have been just not comfortable, but I might have been okay. Just carry on building what we was building without mm. having that pressure of we have to get married. So who who, who was doing the pressuring, you or him? Who wanted to get married the most? Probably me. <laughs> me. Because, like I said, I kept thinking, I'm not doing this until we're married. Mm. I'm not doing that until we're married. But literally, we literally had a life together. What am I even not doing? What am I really not even doing? Mm. <laughs> it just, but I think definitely me. Because he, I don't think, he, if, if it was down to him, he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Not that, not that much like I did. Because it was always me that would bring it up, like, oh, it's been how many years old? Like, that's how much I was thinking, oh, marriage, or oh, marriage, or oh, marriage. <laughs> like, it's just... I think we actually have to have another conversation in regards to, like, the pressures of, you know, trying to get married or, you know, as a woman. Because I don't think men go through that like that. Yeah, I think I it's, more of, think it's more of a woman but, thing. But then I feel like with women as well, though, another thing that comes into play is having children. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I feel like once you reach a certain age, you start thinking, yeah, I need to have kids. And then because we think we have to get married, get married to have children, mm-hmm. now it becomes, okay, yeah, I need to get married because I need to have kids. So the pressure is a lot more. Whereas men, I mean, they can they can be 90 and still be having babies. Yep. 
are easier for them so i feel like yeah maybe the pressure is not as much whereas with women obviously there's things that like as time goes on mm-hmm. you, can, you know get a move on but it's, it's just so sad i don't know it's so sad because no one wants to be pressured into having to do something you want to have enough time to actually make sure it's the right decision for yeah. you it is sad but i feel like i easily could have probably because once I was thinking, imagine like the guy I was with before he had proposed, would I have said yes? And I thought I probably would have. I, like, I really would have imagined. Mm-hmm. It's just because I'm thinking, oh my God, marriage. You're swearing mm-hmm. me. Like, like it just, it's so sad. It's so sad. And then who knows how that would have ended up today. <laughs> imagine that was the guy I married. I probably would be like kids and he's in jail and I'm oh dead. Like, my kid. like that would have been so crazy. It's just, it's so sad. So I feel like everyone should just leave everyone alone. Don't be asking no one when they get married. Like, you don't... She don't be the one saying that because I know how many times. I know how many times. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay when it's your own. It's okay. <laughs> You're an exception. <laughs> no, but it's, it, no, seriously though, because like, you don't really realize the pressure that you're putting on people when you're mm-hmm. asking that because... They might not even be thinking about something and then because you're asking them, they now start thinking, oh my God, like, why is he not doing this? And why mm-hmm. is it not? Maybe before I said that, you guys might have been build, building, you must, you probably was more than happy with what you're building, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, we start putting voices in people's heads and it's just, it's, it's sad. Because but... I mean, you, you only have control of so much. You understand at right. some point, you just let, you know, just let it go. Like things that comes into my mind, okay, when am I actually like going to get myself on track? All that is kind of had to take a backseat because mm. there's only so much you can, can do, do at yeah. one time. You know what I mean? So it's just the pressure is endless. Man. <laughs> it's endless. But we just have, you can only do what you can do, right? Absolutely. So that's it. I and know. tell us, I know you have um, a YouTube channel. Tell us about your YouTube channel. Yeah, so we started, well, it's my. It's not my YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. It's more of his YouTube <laughs> channel. But he really wanted to do it. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting dragged along into it. But um, we just basically discuss things like this. That's mm-hmm. what we discuss. Um, it's called Road End. And yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. But it's just a, a discussion channel that we talk mm-hmm. about different things like friendship, marriage, finances, and stuff like that. So um, check it out. See what you think. <laughs> and our little two stone, that's all we can add, isn't it? British accent's coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, because we don't think the traditional way. Let's just mm-hmm. put it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of parents will probably watch our videos and be very angry. Uh, Why are they teaching you people? <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like someone has to challenge something. You Absolutely. can't look at people and just be accepting everything that's worked. No, I, I just, because it's not working. I mean, there are probably situations where it is, but in a lot of situations, when you, I'm sure when you speak to your friends as well, you can see like, the normal way that they're used to doing things is just not working for mm-hmm. our generation. So it's like, we really need to start challenging it. If not, we're just all going to keep doing the same thing and end up in the same situation that the generation before is in. So, yeah, that's basically what we do. We just talk on, on our living room and just record our thoughts. <laughs> but this is fun, man. Definitely we'll be having you soon. Yeah, for sure. I'm here. I have nothing else to do. I have, no, <laughs> I have nothing else to do. Thank you so much for joining us on this amazing episode of No Palava. I can't wait for you guys to listen to the next one. Bye-bye.